Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> Welcome to Wood Talk. Now here are three guys who love the smell of shellac in the morning. Mark, Shannon, and Matt. All right. Welcome to the show. It's number 542. And on today's show, much like Santa Claus with his sack full of a bunch of crap, we've got a grab bag of odd questions from you guys. So don't blame us. These were your questions. We threw them all all in a Santa sack. And uh, (laughs) here we go. It's going to be a good one. Oh, man. Before we get to that good stuff, though, I want to let you know that Wood Talk is brought to you by Rockler. Rockler's been helping customers create with confidence for over 65 years. Rockler's giving away a $250 gift card to one lucky Wood Talk listener. Enter for your chance to win before January 31st at rockler.com slash woodtalk. And if you'd like to, well, if you, wow, if you'd also like to help Hello. support the show, Besides just listening to it, <laughs> you can do so by going to patreon.com slash talk and signing up to become a patron of said show. We'd like to thank this time Fast Jet Fridays. Ooh, I'd eat there. David S- Sloan, Donald O'Brien, and Matt Utterback. All right. Doesn't it sound like a restaurant? Fast Jet Fridays? Like they'd have great smash burgers or something? It does. Mm. Like, I'm kind of hungry now. <laughs> Probably yeah. milkshakes, too. Oh, yeah. And 50s music, oldies playing on the radio. That's my kind of thing. Let's do it. All right. Well, it's a dining table episode, you guys. And uh, Shannon, you put this one in here. I'm going to let you read it because I haven't even I read did. it yet. <laughs> I I am uh, I'm in the uh, Clark Griswold moment of the holidays where I was putting up the lights, the house, you know, and no matter how you store them, they all come out tangled. But sure. I, I want to know, like, is there like a boutique maker, like a Lee Nielsen of Christmas lights mm. that I have to pay more for, but I can count on them because like I, I had to eventually like I've been slowly going to LED over the years because my old Christmas lights, which, you know, lasted years, um, have have gone up on me. Um, so now LED, Hey, LED's great. It lasts forever and it pulls less power and all that. But man, these things are junk. Um, from year to year, I seem to lose 
like a sizable percentage of the strands. And I know that there are uh, kits out there for repairing your LED lights and stuff like that, but these don't have like fuses in them, like the old lights that used to, uh, used to have. I finally got to the point where I could replace bulbs and replace fuses and know how it works, but the LED ones are not quite the same and they just are chintzy. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm buying them from where most people buy them from like a Home Depot or Lowe's, whatever that brand is, the in-house brand of those things. But man, they are absolute crap. So I, I'd be very willing to pay a premium for a strand of lights that is going to last like more than two years. I want to know. Please. Okay. Tell me. I got you. I got you covered, dude. Okay. So I'm going to have to look it up because it's been a while since I actually bought from them. Uh, there is a company, Colorado based company, and uh, just happened to be where they were. It wasn't like I picked them. Um, when I needed to do my house in Denver, I got so frustrated with the, like when you have to jump a gap from like one Eve to the next or something and having lights in that spot, um, the lights just needing to be replaced or the bulbs falling out all the time. So I found a company that sold Christmas light supplies. So basically I could buy a giant spool of blanks so that there's no bulbs in them. You would have to buy the bulbs separately. Uh, but it's a very, it's a much more um, robust outdoor gauge material. And I was able to completely line the house with a custom makeup and they sell the little fittings. So you could just jump where you need to go. And every year since then, I did it the first time myself, just to make sure all the lengths were correct. Every time after that, we would get help to, because I don't like getting up on on a ladder on a second story and stuff, but um, we would get help to put them up. And these guys were always so thrilled because I had this little map, I had everything labeled, and everything was already cut to the perfect length. And a great thing about it was if the bulbs went out, which they didn't because they were really good quality LED bulbs, uh, it was very easy to swap them out and replace them. So I just kind of did this whole custom thing myself. And you've, you consider how much you spend on lights because they break and you just got to go yeah. get a new spool every year. Um, this was nothing compared to that. And I, in fact, left them with the new uh, owners of the house because what am I going to do with them? They're perfectly customized for that house. And I, I'm sad about that because I really like them. So I'm going to have to find that company. And I will tell you who they are, but they are based in Colorado and I'll let you know, which is not, you know, if we find out, we'll put them in the show notes. Uh, yeah. cause obviously if I don't know it now, it's not helping people who are listening. Well, that's awesome. Well, and you know, this is one of those typical internet type questions where I've done absolutely no research on my own. I'm just bitching about it and throwing <laughs> yeah. it out there. I've tried, I've tried nothing and I'm all out of ideas, but you know, it's, it brings up this whole idea. Like I went to home Depot last night, um, because I realized, okay, I'm not going to be able to make this work. I'm going to need another strand. And the depot's out, completely oh, yeah. out of yeah, lights. they're out early. And it's that way every year. So obviously, you know, you think, well, why, why are they always out? Like if you buy your Christmas lights, why do you need to go buy more? And you think, well, people are getting bigger and bigger every year with their displays. Okay, that accounts for a small percentage. Obviously, I'm not alone here. Like every year, six of your strands, just for no reason, don't work. And you got to go buy more. And I tell you what, those things like the outdoor, like the C9, the larger bulbs, mm-hmm. those suckers are 35 bucks a box. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I spent $220 on Home Depot last night to get stuff that I, I swear the lights that I'm replacing can't be more than like two years old. And you just look at them and you think, well, yeah, like they're, they're very cheap. You know, they're, they're, they don't feel solid, robust. They're very cheap plastic, thin plastic. So yeah. I'm on board. I, I will spend more to, to have something that I can be putting up, you know, I give it time to, to tangle into a giant Griswold. Ball. Yeah. 
You know, these aren't even old enough to get that tangled. (laughs) I need to double check, but I'm almost positive. It's NovelTyLights.com based in Centennial. Hmm. And that's where you'll be able to find different strings. You'll be able to find different gauge uh, material. Um, You can get them in uh, spools of various lengths. And then all the little fittings and stuff that you would need to, you know, just kind of bite into the wire, almost like you're doing low voltage lighting. Uh, mm-hmm. where you could easily bite in and, and put an outlet in that so you could send a string in a different direction. Totally worth it, though. And you'll spend a little bit more, you know, initially, but you will probably never have to replace them anytime soon. Yeah, this looks like the right place. At least yeah, they check have the out. parts like you're saying. So yeah, noveltylights.com. Right there on. See, I'm glad I didn't do any research and just threw the <laughs> question what, out there. And what a great topic for the show, honestly. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what everybody was thinking about. <laughs> Oh, well, with all that useful information, um, you deserve to hear an ad. So <laughs> let's uh, let's do that now. You know who doesn't sell Christmas so lights? Let's do that now. Yeah. Oh, hold on, though. Like every they time, s- we need to double check and make sure that Rockler doesn't sell Christmas lights. I mean, they're blue. So you could see Hanukkah them lights? selling like novelty woodworking related Christmas lights. Let me see. Christmas lights. Do you sell is it? Is blue Rockler? even a Hanukkah color? Like you see people who have blue and you think, oh, they must be celebrating Hanukkah. Is that obviously I know nothing of what I'm teaking about, but is no, it it's often color? like blue and silver, right? If you're yeah. traditional, I don't know, but I'm not Jewish. I don't know. Traditional. The grand old tradition. The heck do I know? I'm just a bad Catholic. That's all I know. Uh, you, remember, you remember when Abraham strung the lights before he <laughs> Back know, in the tried day. to kill his son? When the lamp, streaming the, lights. the oil lamp was out of oil and then he was like, let's <laughs> right. just put the lights up instead. I mean, basically his son, his son broke the lights, which is why oh. he went to sacrifice him. You know? Yeah. It's, it's all yeah. in the Torah. It's there somewhere in <laughs> the back. Just, you know, right there. my son grew up thinking he was Jewish though. He wasn't because we had a copy what? of Shalom <laughs> Sesame and it is a, it's a, it's a whole Sesame street, um, episode or like movie basically, um, that celebrates Hanukkah and the Jewish traditions. And we thought it was great and he loved it. Um, but as you know, a young kid, it was really hard for him to separate what's what. So he was asking if we could have a menorah and it's, it's tricky, you know, it's not our, it's not our family's faith. And, and, you know, it was just a very difficult thing. Not difficult. It was a little bit tricky to handle. Uh, but the kid grew up kind of thinking that he was Jewish though. He wasn't. So there you go. little side story for you. Uh, So with all that out of the way, let's talk about last minute gifts. Rockler is your go-to source for last minute gifts for yourself and the other woodworkers in your life. Rockler has introduced lots of new products this year, so you're sure to find something innovative to add to your wish list. Check out their new silicone glue brushes for joinery or their new mini deluxe panel clamps for gluing up cutting boards. And if you're not sure exactly what you want, you can never go wrong with a Rockler gift card. Find the Rockler gift-giving guide plus great holiday deals on the rockler.com homepage or at a Rockler store near you. So if you got one nearby, you're lucky. Get over there. Go to it. Get on it. Ho, ho, ho. What's going on? Give me those glue brushes. That's what you say when you go in. (laughs) Please someone say that. (laughs) Let us know how it went. Oh, good golly. Okay, let's get to some questions. <laughs> good golly. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, we got some great ones here. Let me see. I got a voicemail from John, and I'm going to play that now. Hey, guys. John here. Long-time caller, first-time listener. Actually just started listening in on this podcast earlier this year and noticed you're at 500 podcasts in 500 words or less. How would you describe... 
previous 499 podcast. Thanks. Well, first of all, what what is that accent that John has? Anyone recognize that? <laughs> oh, Southern. Is it Southern? I don't know. It's just there's just like a laid back drawl about it. There's a, there's something. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 500. Well, we're at 542 as of today. Um, yeah. How would you guys describe the last 500 episodes? A mess? Um, yeah, that's probably a good word. Debacle? Sure that word's going to show up there somewhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you've got nothing else to do. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's a lot of other things I think they're better off doing. <laughs> um, I think, I don't know, how'd it last this long? That maybe? How'd it last this long? I mean, <laughs> probably would talk-ish. Yeah, we talk, we'll talk and adjacent topics, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 500 is great, but, you know, we're well past the 500 milestone and I haven't been, even been thinking about milestones and what all that means. Uh, you know, we're happy doing the show. We like it. All the past shows are just part of the history and it's fun to hear how many changes have taken place. We always get teased. I don't know about you guys personally, um, but uh, for me, I get teased about things that I may have changed my mind on. Um, but it's like. Show's been around for 15 years. Um, there's going to be changes. <laughs> you know, yeah, things we said no in the past. We may, con- we, not may, we will contradict ourselves like any human being as you evolve and change. That's what happens. But it's been fun. I don't know. I love oh, it. Oh, man. I can't wait for the day you see you like bench top jointers. That's going to be a good They're day. really a favorite. I'm starting to, <laughs> you know what I like about them? I could put them on top of my current jointer and use it that way. <laughs> it's like I did with my planer. <laughs> yeah, when you're swapping the motor out of your jointer. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> that's, that's the equivalent of having you something up on cinder blocks. motors is a good idea too yeah well i mean honestly for the amount of words that come out of our mouths you know collectively the fact that we don't contradict ourselves more often oh, is man. pretty miraculous you talk a lot i mean like especially like in your videos yeah. like you just you just talk a, a lot. lot of words come out of this mouth and it's there's a good chance i'm going to contradict myself but Shoot, not today. i think there's a chance we contradict ourselves within an episode <laughs> just from the last episode <laughs> You don't even have to wait 10 years. Yeah. What did I say last month? I don't know. All right. All right. I'll get, I'll grab the next one and maybe we can alternate. I didn't put our names next to these questions, but Alex Adams says real or fake. Got me nervous when I saw that, but then he says, do you prefer them real or fake? Your Christmas trees. That is real. Shannon, you're you're definitely real. So to what extent are we getting this real tree? Are we going to a lot? Oh yeah. Good. Going to chop that sucker down. I'm I'm buying from a lot. I've gone out and chopped it down at a local farm a couple times, but that same farm also like cuts them down and offers them at like less than a two hour drive for me. Yeah. So it's right yeah. there. You just grab go it, and, go in and, and, and get it. But yeah, lately I've, I've actually been getting it from a guy uh, who's got a tree farm down in the Blue Ridge mountains. He's just got some gorgeous, mm. gorgeous trees. Nice. But, uh, I, I just don't like the fact that there are like, go to a place that they like the container store. There are Christmas tree containers. Now it's like, I don't want to like have to store the tree somewhere. I'd rather, I'd rather throw it out and have someone else. Store it somewhere. <laughs> That's someone else's problem. I mean, it does biodegrade, but yeah, yeah. no, I, I just, I like the smell. I like the, the, the whole idea of it. Cool. Well, Matt, I look forward to your family's outings to get the Christmas tree every year. And, uh, the picture is always fun to see. That's why, that's why I like the live tree. Yeah. It's the experience to go in and get it. Right. But it's it's kind of said the live one in the house because it smells nice and mm-hmm. like it looks like a real tree because it is. <laughs> looks just like <laughs> one. It's so lifelike. 
That looks so lifelike. Well, it is actually dying, but it's still kind of alive. <laughs> I think. I don't know. It might change like as the kids get older, mm-hmm. but it's just really it's a fun thing we do. Like after Thanksgiving that weekend, we'll go out to the tree farm, which is like we actually move closer to it now. Mm-hmm. So it's just on the road from us. We'll go out and we'll find a tree that we like. We go through like they got like hundreds of trees to pick from, and they all have names. They name them all the trees. So it's kind of fun to like pick one looks good and also has like a fun name. Mm-hmm. They're like named of just like celebrities or like each places. Each individual tree has a name. Yes. No, no kidding. Wow. That, that's that's like that's their skew. <laughs> so <laughs> that's when, awesome. When you go pay for it, like they separate the tag and the names got to match when they when they load it into your car for you. So do you that's remember they, the names of your trees? You often reflect back and, oh, you remember that Louis Armstrong? <laughs> oh, he was the best. Well, here's uh, the, the cool thing about it is they're, if you want to use them as ornaments, you can use them as ornaments because the, the tree tags are like, they're in the shape of a Christmas tree. Oh. And they got the name on them and everything. So you can, we, we at least that year, we keep that on the tree as like one of the ornaments. Nice. But you can take, I have all of them still from every tree we've had, those little tags. You can put them on. You could just like, Keep putting those things on every tree every year if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Do the trees but, like bear a resemblance to what they're named after? Like I don't a know. Really <laughs> skinny one. That's the Gwyneth Paltrow over there. And like, uh, well, two years ago, uh, Jaren was really into Hamilton, and we somehow found the tree called Alexander Hamilton. Oh, oh that's go. awesome. That's so that was cool. that was a cool experience. But like, it's like fun names like that. So you don't know like, like what's a good looking tree? What's the right height? But also like, is the name good? Because yeah. you don't have a good name. Like, I don't know if I want it. So the one that's <laughs> laying down flat on the ground is the George Washington. <laughs> I was say. Yeah. For some reason, that Muammar Gaddafi's not moving, guys. I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. That's fun, though. That's a cool thing for them to do. That's a really, that's kind of a brilliant idea, actually. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I keep going. We've been going there seven years now. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to some other farm now. It's too much fun. Yeah. That's right. That yeah, sounds they don't like a name their trees. Stupid farm. <laughs> stupid farm. Yeah, our tree definitely did not have a name. Boring. Stupid tree. And the, I don't even like it, it anymore. Too, like they, they have pre-cut ones with names. Mm-hmm. But like, I might as well just go walk into the field and pick one myself. Right. And like, actually use a handsaw for the one time a year. No, it's not that hard. I mean, they're right there. If anyone, anyone can use a handsaw. I mean, come on. How hard could it be? Any moron yeah. can do it. Anybody. Uh, so what about I, you, Mark? I, fake usually but i have always once i've been like real tree curious uh this is my mom's fault my mom (laughs) my mom would never let us get a real tree and it was just you know the ugly fake thing and uh with nicole and i we've a couple times before kids we have gotten um a live tree and this year having moved into the middle of nowhere in missouri i'm like well if there's going to be one good thing about this place it better be that there's like a couple of Christmas tree farms and we're going to go and, and chop one down and do that whole thing. So we actually did that. So, uh, we have two trees this year. <laughs> the, the one that we've had for years, the fake one is up, uh, in our little formal living room area. And then in our family room, we have a little tiny, uh, like six footer, uh, real tree. And, um, I, I liked it. I enjoy that process. It's, it is fun. The kids hate it and then love it. And then, uh, don't care. <laughs> Right. Like right. Get, getting them there was the problem when they're there. They had a blast and then they don't think about it anymore. So, right. you know, making That's memories. Right. That's what we're trying to do. That describes a lot of parenting. Yeah, it's all <laughs> like that. It is same exact. How do I entertain these things? <laughs> right. 
<laughs> just going out to dinner is that sort of process as well. Oh, you know, it's like, on, it's well, it's like, are you kids to that age now where you're like, you can actually like reliably go to dinner and it doesn't suck? No, every time. No, Matt. No, no. Okay. So don't think you're, I don't know. you're not getting out of this any sooner. <laughs> I'm like, it's not like a lot of times like, oh, really cool to go eat out somewhere. I'm like, part of me is like, it's not worth it. No, it, it's not going to be worth it. It's, it's just you're going to pay more money to go eat somewhere and it's going to suck. Yeah. You're going to hate the experience. It's just you're not like, going to enjoy your meal anyway. It's new crap for them to get upset about is what it comes down to. You want to you know what dinner was like? Uh, this has nothing to do with the show. And I apologize if you guys aren't interested. But hey, it's a Christmas show and we're uh, we're off topic. But we go out to dinner last night. It was already not going well because neither kid wanted to go. But I'm like, look, my mom's in town. She just like she loves eating out. Let's go out like we haven't eaten out in a long time. Let's go to a restaurant. So we did. And Mateo was so upset because he had asked to spend some of his savings on digital crap in Roblox. And the problem is it's right before Christmas. Like even if he has money in his savings, this is not the time to be buying stuff. Uh, and on top of it, he was like, well, he, he got to this point where it's like, it's my money. And I'm like, listen, it's huh. your money because I let it be your money. <laughs> like it's <laughs> ultimately still my money, but let's not, you know, get mired in that. <laughs> So dinner just wasn't going great. He's got his head down. Everybody's miserable. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'm, I'm going to authorize this. I said, screw it. I'm taking him to Target when we're done with dinner. His mood turned around on a dime. Like that was all it took. And it was a fabulous dinner. But that dinner just cost a lot more money than the bill <laughs> to make that happen. You can, you can buy happiness. I bought happiness just for <laughs> a little, just a little bit of peace at that dinner table. And yeah, so I guess it doesn't really end. It just gets, you know, the problems change, <laughs> become well, different problems. You, so. Thank you for this. And you got three of them and you went and had that third one and uh, she's going to be the straggler at the end, making oh, you guys good. go. She's already getting a little mouthy. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> she got a little sass thing going on. Like, yeah. Where does this come from? But dude, she taught you this. She's so adorable though. Like that's it's the problem. The, that's problem. the problem with the sass from that little adorable uh, face is, is challenging because it's cute, but it's also not cute. <laughs> she was, she's been having problems sleeping, sleeping through the night again. Oh and no. I was with her yesterday. She's like, I can't go to sleep because it's boring. <laughs> I'm like, what? It what is, are you talking about? It is boring. She's not wrong. It's like, I can't, that's boring. It's <laughs> three in the morning. Go to sleep. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Who wants to get the next one from Kurt? I'll take it. Why not? I'll do something. Get it. Uh, this Kurt says, I noticed in that in Matt's old charcuterie board videos, he used army seal and subsequently salad bowl finish to finish his boards. Is that still the preference or is there something else you'd suggest using today? Besides it's his fault anyway. Mm-hmm. Ah, nice. I don't think I've, have I used armor seal? I don't know. I just, whatever. <laughs> it's all the same. Whatever, whatever plastic, shelf. toxic materials available. <laughs> Basically. I mean, I don't, did I use the same can and use them both in the same video? I don't know, but salad bowl Maybe finish. I research this. Is salad bowl finish is really just seal to sell anyway. Yeah. Just with a nice. different label on it. There you go. I'm like, whatever. It's polyurethane. Yeah. Whatever. I think we, the thing is, this is, you know, do a little research on this. You'll find, generally speaking, and they always say any film finish um, is food safe when it's cured. Um, so that's kind of where that, that logic comes from. Do you still, that's still what you're using is, um, Wiping varnish poly type solutions for your charcuterie yeah. boards. I mean, I have, 
I haven't made one probably since that video. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> I think that was one of those like, it's the holidays. I need a video quick. All right, let's do this. Pull this one out of nothing. Yeah. I um I had a guy take me to task recently for, you know, the cutting board era, that time period, which is what, like 2007. Um, that your cutting board era. Yes. My cutting or the board internet's era. cutting board, <laughs> my cutting board era. And, uh, I take me to task because I, when I recently made a video on what is now my current, uh, favorite food safe finish, um, that I didn't update the old video to say that I've, ch you know, I've changed my mind. How would you update it? Well, that's, that's what the thing. Mean? Like it's, it's any argument I made at that time is still valid. It's all still the same thing. It's just, I personally, you know, 14 years later, 15 years later, decided to start using something different. And I have my reasons for that, but it's all personal reasons. So, but he, he wanted me to like, because it's relevant to food safe finishes that I should go back to that post and put a link to, Hey, by the way, if you want to know what I like to use Ain't today, nobody looking at links, I can tell you a hundred percent. Wait, it would have been that no guy one's looking at links, that guy and nobody else. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, he had a point. Um, so I did, I went back and I put that link there, but I, I have since changed my mind and I like using tongue oil, um, you know, with some citrus solvent in it. That works great. As long as you don't go to like mineral oil, I'll be happy. No, 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 no. Mineral oil. That's garbage. Yeah, there you go. That, that's the mark. I know. Why, why does anybody even use it? It's ridiculous. God, I'd love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many feelings. Must be the eggnog talking. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I wonder what, like, what do they use in restaurants? Like restaurants that serve charcuterie. Um, you know, cause obviously Soap and water. But, um, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, cause when the board comes out, it's, it's got that very close to the wood finish to the point where I look at it and go, is there a finish on there? Like how many times has that been long. thrown in a dishwasher? You know, yeah. and I'm pretty sure they go through their dish washing machine. That's like, I would think super so. duper hot or whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm going to confess that I've never ordered that in public. It's <laughs> in public. Like, well, they, they tend to be like olive wood and really oily woods to begin with. Yeah. Um, at least the places that I've been to. Um, My guess like is if it's I have any kind of in public, like if there's any kind of commercial enterprise happening here, they go to the store, they buy quote unquote butcher block oil if they do anything. And that's probably what they do. Yeah. I don't think probably. they're doing much research on like, ooh, is tongue oil better than armor seal? Like, <laughs> that's I'm not worried about that. You, you don't know. Maybe they're looking at your old video and going, oh. Look at this. I wish he had an update. Link. Where's the updated version? <laughs> it was old. <laughs> what is this crap? It's not even uh, widescreen. Look look at this. There's <laughs> only three gray hairs on his head. <laughs> right. Exactly. They, well, they can't see him. It's too blurry. Where does gray hair go? I don't get it. Dye's hair? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. All right. Uh, you got a question here, Matt. I'll let you get that one. I mean, that one probably should have been for me, but you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll mix it, right, I'm mixing it up. From Robertus. Subject is royal royalties. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's going to be <laughs> interesting. Robertus here from South Africa. Recently started listening to this show and love it. You guys need to promote it more on your YouTube channels. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Definitely. Sure, we do. Okay. Big time. Not wrong. I, I do agree with that. Uh, my question is for Mark and Shannon. Oh, good. Don't you think Matt looks a lot like the animation <laughs> character for the movie Encanto? And should be asking Disney for royalties. I do I have a, I have a, I have a side story for this real okay. quick. If you'll indulge me, go for it. So Ellie is really into Encanto. I have never seen it, but I've listened to all the damn songs <laughs> because that's, that's what you do when you're a parent. Sure. Just listen to the songs. So I, I had no context for any of these songs and what they were doing in the, sh in the movie at all. 
And then I finally, I watched a movie at my parents' house this past weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all these songs make sense now. <laughs> yeah. Like, Funny how that this works. This actually makes sense. I'm like, okay. I feel like I'm missing, like I was, I was like missing some like real details. Like why would they be saying these things in the song? Yeah. Why you just make they a like, also, Bruno. Like, Poor Bruno. It's also very sad. For, it's a very sad movie for the Bruno guy. Like yeah. he's there. His, his family like disowned him, but he's still living in the house behind the wall. No one wants to talk rats. about him. It's terrible. I'm like, what is this? What is this? Like everyone just kind of brushes over the fact at the end. They're like, yeah, we just like dished our brother for, I don't know, like 20 years. And he was living in the walls, <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I had that experience with Moana. It was one of those things. I knew all the songs and I could tell part of the story from the songs, but I'd never seen it all the way through. But the kids had watched it like a gazillion times in the living room. It's all good. So yeah, uh, are you going to collect those royalties? Honestly, if you ask me, I think the royalties you really should be after. Most people don't know this, but Cassie and Andor, it was really cool to see um, Cremona reprise his role for that character mm. as well. Mm. Good point. <laughs> I'm everywhere. Yeah, so go look. You, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. It's making sure you get. Uh, sometimes I'm curious with these things. Do you agree with these, Matt? These accusations of your likeness? I don't know. Maybe. Because a lot of times I'll get these things, and all it is is a dude with brown hair, a high forehead, and are like looks just like you. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> I mean, if you see it, you see it. What are you gonna do? It's it's the shaggy mane in Matt's case that I think so. people out. But in that case, I mean, you could be like, you know, John Rambo <laughs> minus the muscle tone. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, from the John original Rambo. first blood movie, you know, <laughs> Get a headband. Sly go. was like, yeah, seriously, wear the headband. Isn't a skinny a John Rambo rain. just a hippie? I mean, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> headband and straggly hair. OK, uh, what's the next one we got here? Mike Roch. Oh, boy. Yeah. Good oh job boy. there. Uh, he says, <laughs> good job. kick back on promoting your own stuff. Uh, he says, the internet today makes me constantly question everything. Like if Harvey bandsaws actually are awesome and popular, or if Harvey just sent one to every one on my Instagram feed. The answer is mine. That. I didn't get one. Yeah. You're not following me. You're not in his feed. Uh, I think (laughs) I think your promotion of your own stuff is good and honest. And when I've bought something like a guild project, I've been fully satisfied. That's uh, the tagline. We want you fully satisfied. Fully satisfied. (laughs) Um, Unlike after I bought an RZ dust mask that everyone on YouTube was wearing for a while, that mask didn't seal anything at all. Possibly like isotunes. Look, I mean, he just brought the big three. I feel like my crotch (laughs) is really (laughs) he's trying to aim a direct bullseye at me here. These are brands that I often have fun pointing out that marketing can be very powerful. You should uh, do like a yeah. miter gauge thing again. That was fun. That was a blast. That was some good controversy. <laughs> really good times. Like, well, I've got people who want me to do it now with like um, miter sleds and stuff like that. And that, that gets, sure. it gets a little bit messier um, with the slides. Like homemade ones? Mm-mm. Like the Incra Miter 5000, like woodpeckers. Uh, this is kind of a take on the miter gauges, isn't it? It's kind a miter of? gauge that's, you know, fixed to a platform and it's now kind of a replacement for a crosscut sled. That's essentially what okay. it is. But I do, do get, what you want. I get this with everything now because I am apparently the guy who will crap on brands and not care uh, if, if it's if it's justified. So now I have to do this. And, you know, look, I've thought about it. There are things like Harvey is one of those companies who is a uh, influencer darling and they have arrangements and uh, you know, you can get a lot of love that way. Um, I would be very interested to see if I had the time inclination space 
to order a Harvey table saw and tell you guys what it's really like <laughs> or one of their band saws. Um, but at the same time, I also like, I don't know. Do I want that fight? Is that what, is that what yeah, I'm here to do? Right. right? Yeah. Like here, here's another good example. I'm uh, doing, it was on TikTok recently, posted a video about the blue tape trick, right? As this um, uh, alternative, that. yeah. To, alternative to double sided. It's tape. very weird watching those things now. I'm like, this is the wrong shop. Yeah. What the hell is this? It was a while ago. <laughs> I'm trying to catch up on TikTok with some of my, my vertical crap videos. Um, so I post that there. <laughs> and then there's another gentleman who has a, um, uh, how do I describe it? It's it, let's just call it a video, uh, a video talking about CA glue and how the accelerator is a scam. Um, and that all you need is scam. water and there are problems with this. Uh, but I got <laughs> people tagging me on this person's post saying you should really test this. And my, my first thing I'm like, guys, if you care enough about CA glue to tag someone else and say, Hey, is this real? Is this true? You probably have a bottle. You probably also have access to water. Go freaking test it. Like, what are you asking me for? Go test it. You probably have access to water. Just yeah, I'm thinking you might have access to water somewhere. So go test it if you're that interested. Oh, but I keep getting tagged and then finding, and now because I made a video that mentioned CA glue, now I got people going, uh, yeah, or you could just save money and use water. And I'm like, oh, oh God. Like now, is this but my does job? It, does it work? Did you try it? No, it doesn't work, Matt. It doesn't. I mean, I don't, I didn't think it would, but look, here's the I've thing. Surprised before. Here's the, the, the logic that's happening here is that CA glue cures via moisture. So it must be better to add a lot more of it. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> that's the thought process. Now here's the thing. There could very well be brands of CA glue that if maybe you spritz the surface with a little bit of water, maybe that helps kick it off. I don't know, but I, the ones I have are type ons CA glues and I've had Rockler CA glue in the past. I have never been able to get water to kick off that reaction in the same way that their accelerator does. And there's science behind this. The accelerator doesn't have water in it. The accelerator just has a solvent and it's got some agent in there that is, you know, basic. And the idea is there's a, um, I can't believe I'm getting into this and I didn't even want to, but <laughs> I was going to say, how did I get <laughs> you're, you're, uh, it. you're fulfilling this guy's request, basically. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so the CA glue is stabilized with an acid and that's what keeps it from just spontaneously curing. Uh, the basic solution in that accelerator, it neutralizes that acid, allowing the CA glue to then cure with ambient moisture. Um, so that's a very different process than simply dousing it with more water because that inhibitor is still in the CA glue. So I'm not saying that there isn't some weird case where this is going to work, but I have never been able to get water to do this. Now, maybe if we put some baking soda in the water, okay, now we're chemically talking about something that say, could. Depends on, depends on how basic your water is, right? <laughs> That's true, right? There's another <laughs> variable though. What if, what if you don't have, uh, you know, your water just from the tap sways, you know, in a different direction than mine does? I don't know. Um, <laughs> But there could be, you know, more or less acid in there. Well, I don't know the pH of your tap water, but, you know, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm just I just can't believe we're still talking about it. <laughs> I know. Why? Why did I do I, this? I follow 100 percent. OK, I'm, I'm waiting for the point where you're like, so okay, I'm done. This is enough. Here's what this, com <laughs> this comes around to. Is it my job to police that? Who is BS? this person on the internet that got under your skin so much? Because I want to thank them. That's impressive. <laughs> no, Seriously. it wasn't even it wasn't even that person. It's the 20 people who are tagging me, asking me if this is true. Oh, and it's man, not I can't my wait. I'm going to start making fake <laughs> accounts and tagging you and stuff. <laughs>
<laughs> it's not hard to get me upset, Matt. Everyone tag Mark in something and ask him a question. <sighs> Is this true? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> You know, this this is like I don't have many black hairs left. I'd like to keep the ones that I have because they're all going great, guys. I I feel like glue is quickly becoming like the religion of woodworking. Like we shouldn't talk about glue because it's going to spark a fight. I think it's been that way for a long time. Remember when you switched and you used uh, what was like the Gorilla brand PVA for like. Oh, yeah. Because like, something. Because yeah, yeah, they were giving out bottles of it at woodworking in America. (laughs) Right. That's that's right. Because it wasn't tight bond. Man. Do you remember that promotion? Like yes. bring in your old type on glue bring and type on that was ballsy. <laughs> that is hardcore. <laughs> but, but you know what? For two years in a row, I got a bottle of gorilla glue. So I basically switched to gorilla PVA. Why? Because I right. got a free bottle. That's what <laughs> you got a free bottle. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and anyway, I don't know. What, what are we doing? What is this show? What's going on? What even is this anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Is this? Uh, Shannon, you want to get the next one? Please. Sure. Why not? Uh, oh boy this is about this is about mental health this oh is probably gosh good timing something right now need. mark mark needs to <laughs> deep breath he needs a breath yeah Goose therapy for that one and see okay nathan has written in it says on previous shows you've discussed how woodworking and getting into your garage and shop in general is a stress relief i certainly agree but i also find myself going through a mental roller coaster with my projects there is excitement when creating or finding a new plan There's a sense of anticipation when milling up the boards, cutting out the pieces. I start feeling accomplished when joinery fits together perfectly and assembly starts. However, at some point, usually when the project is nearing the end, I start feeling sad or depressed. I'm sure it's not from the sanding or finishing that awaits, but something more. Perhaps a recognition of mistakes that no one but the builder will see, or just that this thing or effort is ending. My mood only improves, sadly, when I post on social media and rely on feedback and the dreaded likes for validation, Mm. or I move on to the next project. I'm curious if you feel or have gone through something similar, what it's like for each of you to start, progress, then finish a project that you've invested so much time into you. Do you feel accomplished and validated validated by the work alone, or do you look uh, look for that from others? Thanks for your time and for everything the three of you have done for woodworking education. I like that he says woodworking education, although he does mm-hmm. put a comma in there still. Um, <laughs> and for opening yourselves publicly, each of you are courageous and skilled and my woodworking has improved drastically because of you. Well, awesome. I will I will kick wow. this off and say that I often have another stage in between like his his feeling of accomplishment and the feeling of sadness. I have boredom. Like I find myself like when you get into the nitty gritty of some of the stuff in projects, a lot of times I'm like, oh, my God, I just want this project to be over. Like, get this off my bench. I'm ready to move on. I'm done with this project. So that's that's the other stage that I feel goes in there. But I'd say, mm-hmm. sure, as far as I love the initial parts, I love breaking down stock and like choosing, you know, grain patterns and things. And I want the drawer to do this and, I, you know, composing with the grain. And I spend a lot of time on that. That's always very, very exciting to me. Joinery is kind of like Mark said uh, earlier, like flow state. You kind mm-hmm. of like roll into that and you just kind of get the mojo going and cranking out joints. Um, I really enjoy finishing these days, even when except I Except for when you use Osmo. Yeah, except when I use Osmo. Um, but <laughs> I, I like that because you get to see like the surface come alive. And, you know, there is a bit of a feeling of accomplishment when it comes to surface prep. Like this is working because I did all the stuff prior to opening the can of finish that makes it work um 
but yeah, I, I think, uh, I don't know about the whole validation of social media. Probably. I mean, I'd be a fool to, to say that I don't, um, you know, you finish something, you want to post it, but mm -hmm. yeah, that's just a, that's just a social pandemic more than anything else. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many projects a year Nathan does. And I ask that because I don't, I don't have this situation because there's always the next thing that really needs to get started. And that's where I'm at at the end of a project. I'm anxious to get it done because I'm ready to yeah. move on to the next thing. Um, and there, you know, there will always be a next thing. So I wonder if, you know, maybe a hobbyist woodworker setting their own pace has a, you know, high bar for themselves and a high standard. So it's going to take months to get this thing done. That journey is something that isn't going to happen that often. It's a precious thing. So when it's done, um, you start to get into this mental state that he's talking about this roller coaster. Whereas if you were, you know, maybe at more of a professional level um, and you have a schedule to keep, you're just thinking about what's next. Let's get this one done and out. And I don't have time to really um, sort of, I don't know, bask in that, that last part of the process. Maybe. Sure. I don't know. What about you, Matt? I'm kind of the same way as you. Cause like kind of at that stage of the project, I'm kind of like, okay, this is taking too long already. Mm -hmm. I need to wrap this up as fast as possible because I have other things I got to do. Right. That aren't getting done. Cause I'm sitting here <laughs> right. messing with this still. Yeah. So either I'll put this away for now or I have to finish this as fast as possible and get the hell out of here. Mm hmm. So I can go on to the next thing because I got a list of things Yeah, that got to get done. This is only one of me. This is something that I've seen happen in, I don't know why most notably home theater. Uh, when I was reading a lot of forums about uh, just how to put a home theater together and just that, that whole hobby that's around it. So many of these people, uh, it's very clear that their hobby is the construction and the assembly of the home theater and the improvement mm -hmm. of the home theater and I think this probably can happen in the wood shop too, where you're focused so much on putting your shop together, this dream shop, and you keep making stuff for the shop, for the shop, and you never actually build furniture. And I think there's, you know, I would see that happen. Now, when I did my, my first home theater, I kind of had that same thing. When it was finally done, the only thing left to do was watch movies. Yet I felt <laughs> like a little bit depressed about it because I'm like, there's no more work to do. Now, but, but that was the point of building it right to watch the dang movies. So same thing with the shop. The point of having the shop is to build stuff, but you're upset at the end of a project. So yeah, I mean, I totally get it. I don't know the psychology behind it exactly, but I've been there. I understand it. You're forgetting the option that my brother took. He built this great home theater and mm -hmm. then he just sold the house and bought another one and built another <laughs> home theater. <laughs> well, there is one way to get That's around. That's one that. way to solve it. That's what I do yeah. with my shop, right? So I just yeah, keep sure. rebuilding that is, it. That is true. <laughs> Uh, that's interesting though. That's a element. I mean, you don't know where everybody's heads at with the process of woodworking. So it's good to know that it's not always as uh, clean and simple as we might make it seem. Uh, Matt, why don't you grab that last one? Cause it's nice and long and I know you like to okay. read. Yeah. It's, it's never clean and simple. <laughs> I'm sorry if I make it seem that way. Nothing is clean and simple <laughs> ever. Nope. Okay. From Steven dream hand tools. Oh, mm -hmm. right. I recently listened to an episode in which the three of you each speak about retirement. I'm on the other side. Congratulations. I've been grinding for nearly 30 years, built a business, aerospace manufacturing from scratch. Whoa. That's why I feel like <laughs> I don't feel very accomplished anymore. No, he's slumming it with this show. Why, why is he listening <laughs> to us? This guy makes spaceships. <laughs> 
Oh, man. All right. So he built it from scratch, leveraging every personal asset he had mm-hmm. and have completed the sale of the business recently. Over the past several years, I have gravitated towards woodworking, primarily handsel work as a source of personal salvation. As an entrepreneur faced with constant existential financial at least crisis, I relish the journey from concept to completion that woodworking offers. My woodshop offers a res- respite. Respite. Really? Res- respite? Yeah. Respite. <laughs> or respite, whatever you want to say. You know what? I don't want to say anything. I was- <laughs> <laughs> a break, a hiatus, a vacation. I know what the word is. I just, I'm just trying to help you out. Respite. No, I don't Get stick no with respite. said it aloud to me before. It's one of those words. <laughs> You've read it, but you never heard ah, it. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Respite from stability and control and otherwise stressful and chaotic career. But now that my gamble and hard work has paid off, work, woodworking is my new focus. I plan to move to Maine for a year and attend the School of Furniture Craftsmanship as soon as my contractual obligations end. Whoa. I also recently flew to Maine to visit Lee Nelson and just see it and soak it in. I appreciate how budget-oriented most content providers are, but there must be a substantial number of woodworkers like me who have been fortunate enough in their careers that budgetary concerns are irrelevant. To those folks, it would be interesting to hear your take on the dream list of tools, including saws, chisels, planes, measuring instruments, etc., regardless of price. Hmm. Wow. That's a, I don't think we're going to be able to do that on this show, but it's, <laughs> it's well, an interesting you know what? I, I can question. Take, I can take that to some respect. Um, I kind of feel like I'm there. Um, I, have, I have bought a lot of high-end hand tools over the years. I haven't, I haven't really ever been the guy that restores old planes. I've done it, um, but Lee Nielsen makes a great hand plane. Like Veritas makes a great hand plane. And, yeah. uh, you know, I happen to be getting into hand tools when those companies were really kind of, you don't want to say golden years, because it's not like they're not there now. They're just struggling with supply chain issues now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I've, I've used the old guys, but uh, I pretty much use modern made tools these days that are expensive. I've got a lot of really nice bad axe back saws. Um, so if I were to look at like how would I upgrade my shop right now, there's not a lot, honestly. Um, I've got a nice half set of Matt Bickford uh, molding planes. I've got a couple of really nice Caleb James molding planes. I've done my best to try to support the boutique guys. You know, it sounds like such a noble thing. I'm supporting the boutique guys. I'm getting really good tools out of the process. You're so noble. <laughs> yeah, right. Listen to you me. did him a favor. I'm, I'm a hero. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel, I feel very, I feel very fortunate. Shannon, hero of the people. Super Shannon. <laughs> Buying you know? expensive tools. <laughs> exactly. Saving one maker at a time. So I, I suppose if I were to like flip flop and go back to power tools, you know, I, I feel like this lends itself to power tools nicely. Yeah. Like, like Mark, you're in that situation now where you just bought that, you know, beautiful planer thing. Sure did. Thing, you know, and then you yeah. get into the idea of like big sliding saws, like Felder sliding saws. I feel like power tools has this like almost unending upgrade chain. Whereas mm, hand tools, yeah, it does room. You know, hand tools, you, you buy a Lee Nielsen plane, you know, what are you going to do better than that? Go like, you know, the, the, Sauer and Steiner, you know, what's above Sauer and Steiner, you know, another 
boutique guy and you're going to pay a thousand dollars for that particular plane. But are you getting like the benefit? Now, I've used a sour and standard plane. It is a thing of beauty, but as a smoother plane, you know, that takes tiny, tiny quarter of a thou shavings. Um, sour and standard doesn't, they do make joiner planes and things, but I wouldn't buy one of those for a joiner plane because you don't need that precision for it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I I feel like you you can very quickly hit the ceiling on the hand tool side of things, but power tools, you know, there's always another bell or whistle or breaker or, uh, automatic blast gate that, (laughs) well, you have the option for things like electronics and then automation. And so the, the upper limit is much higher. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's a pretty easy question to answer. You were just at Lee Nielsen shop there. Yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong go. with that. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe go up to lacrosse, Wisconsin and buy some bad X saws. Cause they're better than Lee Nielsen saws. But well, you know, how about if you get wise, into the Eastern variety of tools? Well, now you've got some research ah, to do. Okay. Uh, if yeah. you want to find like a good, um, you know, Japanese chisel maker and prepare to spend a ton of money to get something that looks like it was, you know, truly looks like it was made by hand. Uh, right. But that's part of the the charm of those things too. So that for me, if I were to just like money's no object, I'm just going to have extra tools because I want them would probably be, you know, to get another set of uh, just really, really nice Japanese chisels would be on my list. Yeah. I would suggest like get into timber framing and then raise your own shop. That'll be the That'd be the dream shop. You know, you can put nice tools in it, but give yourself like a a Greg Pennington style, like post and beam cozy shop to put your hand tools in. Mm -hmm. Do you guys ever limit yourself? Matt doesn't because he just buys whatever he needs. Hey, I love it. Except for the the planer. Um, (laughs) I don't know what's going on there. Do you guys make these uh, tool decisions? Do you ever let the content side of things influence your choice? Uh, certainly. I mean, not as much anymore. Um, it's not even so much the, the, like, there's always a hundred different ways to do something. Um, I have acquired some really nice specialty tools over the years and I'll find myself like, instead of raising the drawer bottom panel with my drawer bottom panel razor, Mm -hmm. I'll use a jack plane. Um, you know, because not everybody's going to have that, you know, or, uh, I have a beautiful sliding dovetail plane made by, made by Phil Edwards over in Britain. Um, fantastic plane, really speeds up making sliding dovetails by hand, but you absolutely don't need it. So I'll do like the method using a chisel just because I'm trying to make it more approachable. Um, it has very little to do with the money spent, more of the fact that, well, Mark, you've seen this. Like if you use that plane or that tool, everyone thinks you have to have that tool. And yeah. you're like, no, 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 no. Like buy these 17 tools first, then you can yeah. justify buying this one. So I right. do it more for that reason. Um, cause all of my tools, frankly, are expensive <laughs> and yeah. tools are not cheap. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. What about you, Matt? Uh, I, I used to, <laughs> I guess it's the, I, I, it was, and it was always more from like a judgment standpoint than from like what I'm showing on camera, like what's possible for people i guess mm-hmm. but i i kind of get to that point where it's like well no matter what i do people are gonna judge me it doesn't matter what what i have good or bad <laughs> makes no difference right and then if i do projects that have like i'll say air quotes limited tools or like more basic tools or common tools you still get the question of like what if i don't have that tool right. so it doesn't yeah. make a difference yeah you can't true. win regardless well a lot of times you just change the tier right so like 
I know with this planer, you know, Felder planer, expensive flipping planer, right. And way more than I need. Uh, but I had someone level the criticism that like, well, now you're outpacing your audience. And I'm like, you know what? One of the first criticisms I've ever received in making videos in 2006 was that you're no one has that planer. Yeah. Right. You are, you're <laughs> outpacing the audience. And I'm like, well, I mean, there's only so much you can do. And at a certain point you get an upgrade. Well, now you're at a different tier. Sure. You might have outpaced a certain group, but now you're into a different group. Um, I mean, a planer is a planer for the most part, but besides that people, just the way they interpret these things, uh, if it's something that they can't afford or can't justify spending the money on, some people will let that get in the way of the information that you're putting out there, which it can be a problem, but I mean, just get then to a certain the point whole, where it's the whole multi-router saga. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then that like, That's the, true. that seems to, but again, these things shift. If you get a Panta router or a multi-router or a Domino for that matter, these are expensive devices and tools. Um, but people are so used to seeing them now. They're so ubiquitous uh, just in like the YouTube world that that at least for the people who are vocal about it, that seems to have changed. And now it goes the other way where you show a more accessible technique and half of the comments are, why didn't you just use the Domino? <laughs> right. I mean, it's amazing to have seen that transition. It's, it's true. It's accurate though. That's so, like, yep. What are you in a Morris and Tenon joint? You can just use the domino. Right. Okay. I don't know. Cause I like it. <laughs> and <laughs> it's a valid way of doing it. I don't know what to say to you. Yeah. It's tricky. Uh, or the guy on TikTok who uh, saw me making loose mortise and tenons and said, that is not a Morris and Tenon. You're just using dowels. <laughs> Is the dowel not a Morris intended? I mean, it's a cylindrical one, I guess. There you go. So I don't like what <laughs> <laughs> this it's the uh, it's that confidence in Did you uh, argue with people on the Internet again. Then you learn your lesson. And I will never I will never <laughs> learn my lesson. I, the, the thing <laughs> is, I want to teach, you know, I want to teach people. I want to sh- you guys know what I'm talking about. You just want to help people. Even the people don't want to be taught. No, well, that's the thing. When you like that person needs to be taught and he slapped like, oh I'm, well besides that <laughs> if po- <laughs> slapped if possible but i can't quite reach them <laughs> you're not wrong you're not wrong I'm just, I'm just saying we're all thinking but like i i think if you approach me by telling me something ridiculous and blatantly wrong you're telling me that as opposed to posing a question it's this confidence in their lack of knowledge and i want to help you but it, it's really hard not to respond with like a smart ass response now, if you came at me with questions and, you know, I would see it very differently and I would want to to help correct it and, and get you the info you need. But people does, are so confident. work as an accelerator, Mark? Yes. You know I mean? Yes, Matt, it can. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not, don't, don't I'll tempt pose me. pose as a question. Do not ask. tempt me because I'll go down that path. <laughs> no one wants that right now. Okay, well, uh, this has been a weird show. Well, I, I think perfectly represented to the show are the current tabs open in my browser. I have a I have a tab here for talking about the chemistry of accelerators. Um, <laughs> I have a search result page on Rockler for Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. What's this, you know, what's how would you again? sum up the first 500 episodes? Pretty I much like this, this one. <laughs> yeah, like this one. 499 of these. <laughs> and add this one to it. Well, yeah, I think it's a good way to end the end the year, right? This is the last show of the year. And uh, I wow. guess we will see you guys in 2023. Um, hopefully. Merry New know, Year. Yeah, everybody has a, a happy, healthy one. Um, so, hey, let's uh, get to the end here. 
Uh, family owned since 1954. <laughs> Let's get there. Let's get there. Rogler <laughs> is your go-to source for high quality and innovative woodworking tools, finishing supplies, hardware, lumber, and expert advice. Whether you're building a simple bookshelf, a custom desk, or new kitchen cabinets, Rockler is everything you need to make your next project a success. Visit rockler.com and use the code WOODTALK, all one word, to receive free shipping on most orders over $49. And remember to head to rockler.com slash woodtalk to enter for your chance to win a $250 gift card. Right on. Everything you Christmas need lights. except Christmas lights. Yep. Yeah. But maybe they will now, you know? They should. To see how much we influence Rockler. They have blue Christmas lights. We're good to go. I'm telling you, dude, I think they had Christmas lights at one point. You know when they sell like the router shaped mug and they like they once in yeah, a while do right. those Rockler branded gimmicky things. I bet you they have sold a Christmas light string with like tools as the lights. I I actually I think you're right. I can actually picture that. I, I, it like might have been Lee Valley, though. I remember somebody did Valley. that. <laughs> the Canadian Rockler. Yeah, the Canadian <laughs> 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 rockler eh? <laughs> nice how about that rockler eh? yeah oh, right boy. on okay well folks oh. please send us questions keep us in line please. give us something structured to talk about go to woodtalkshow.com you can fill out the contact <laughs> form there <laughs> yeah it's not it's no longer matt's fault it's your fault that yep, these shows exist is. so Keep uh, keep uh, that coming so we can continue to blame you. Go to uh, send us an email. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Woodtalkshow at gmail.com. That's how you can reach us. You can send us voicemails. You can also find us on Instagram. We're at Woodtalkshow there. But you know what? You can also what? find us at, at Matt Cremona, at mm-hmm. Wood Whisper, and at Renaissance Woodworker, where you will not see us promoting the show because no matter how many times people tell us to do it, we just won't do it. Keep forgetting. We're idiots. So, so bad we like organic growth okay it's just a thing yes we do. yeah we don't want to muddy our, our our analytics by saying well it could be this no 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 it's not we, it's, it's all it's simple now that's right non, non-gmo growth please. <laughs> that's right nobody wants that crap pesticide free <laughs> antibiotic free growth that's it <laughs> it tastes better too no growth hormones here mm-hmm all right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this awesome uh, Wood Talk year with us. And I guess wishing you a merry, happy new year and all that stuff. And we'll see you in 2023. Have fun. Don't drink too much. Or, or will we? Or, or get it doesn't Or driving. not. You just never know. <laughs> it's always a question. You never know with us. <laughs> yep. Never know. All right. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 365 day returns. 